Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, James. We are... uh, we are here connected again. Uh, we have another really dope episode. This is our third episode this week, which is really good because we really only do one episode a week. But um, I think this is really amazing. I love what you girls have. Um, I've always been a big fan of just girl groups in general. Right. Um, so, you know, obviously when the opportunity came about, I, I said, okay, let's jump on this. Let's go ahead and knock this out. But, yeah. um, and it's funny. I don't know if you realize, I just started talking to you guys in the middle of the intro too. So, <laughs> but um, at any rate, um, I really want to introduce these young ladies. I think that, I think that they are doing some really, like, honestly, I, I feel like they're brilliant, you know, in this, you know, in, in, in this particular place where music and entertainment is right now. Um, so without going through all of the, you know, just, just the crazy stuff, trying to talk about how big they are, I'm going to just go ahead and introduce these girls. Uh, these are the Mako girls. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, first and foremost, I really just want to say thank you. Um, I've been doing media and whatnot for, it's been 20 years. So, um, actually 21 this year, but, um, this is exciting to me. Like it's really <laughs> exciting to connect with the people who are putting together the type, the type of music that I love to listen to. And I mean, I'm a fan of all genres of music, but you know, I, well, I won't even say, obviously, I just will say I'm a fan of all genres of music, but definitely like hip hop, R and B, um, pop, you know, what you ladies are putting together and really, you know, organizing and orchestrating for music lovers. I think that is beautiful. It's good to see the unity that you have. Like you caught me instantly when we started talking and all three of y'all said yes at the same time. Yeah. That's, it it sounds cheesy, but that's just, that is dope to me because I can tell that even just in that little instance, I can tell that you've had media training and that you've been working at this and like yeah. you've really been trying to put it, you know, get things together. And it shows. Um, it shows in the music and just it shows in your demeanor and, you know, just coming on to have this conversation. So thank you. Thank you for taking the time for somebody like me who just who feels like they just have not made it and they trying to make it and you know, want to talk to the biggest and the brightest in the industry. I feel like I'm getting that. So. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you for thank having me. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny because he says that we kind of feel the same way too. Like we're still getting there. So yeah. everybody, it's yeah. a journey for it's all a of journey. Us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where are you ladies at? Like, I, I mean, I, I like the background. I, it seemed like it kind of was set up for you to do the interview and everything, but where are you ladies at? <laughs> um, right now we're being honest. Um, this is actually my bedroom. Yeah. I made these little plaques on my wall and yeah. stuff okay. with our music. She got crafty so, during the, um, the pandemic. So this is my, what was produced from being in the house for too long. Okay. But that kind of takes me back to, it takes me back to like 
my oh, I'm dating myself, but it takes me back to like my like my teenage years and like the Word Up magazines and the Write On magazines, and they had the posters. Oh, yeah. on I would put posters up on the wall, and like my mother would be trying to kill me because I had tape and stuff all on the wall. Everywhere, and and paint off, off and, pull the paint off. Yeah, <laughs> we have our faces too. Yeah, so um, I think first and foremost, you know, people who are tuning in and watching this, um, obviously most of the uh, plat- most of the podcast <laughs> platforms is going to be audio, but okay. um, the video I can put up, you know, obviously on YouTube. So I have that up on YouTube, and I always thinking kind of bigger. So I was just thinking today, hmm, I got to figure out how to get this so that it pops up on the smart TVs and all of that when you oh, <laughs> when you or whatever. Um, but tell everybody like how you came together because, you know, obviously this isn't like you're not new to this. And yeah, that's the misperception, you know, that people will have. Like when they first, you know, hear about you and whatnot, they're going to say, oh, this is a new group. But your EP... Yeah. Because I know you, I, you have another one in the works right now. So your your EP dropped in 2016. So six years ago, five, five, five and a half years ago. So you, yeah. you've been out here and doing it and working hard. And I know you've done over 300 shows and like mm-hmm. y'all been working. So like yeah, for years, it's been about eight years now. We are sisters, so we've been with each other forever. But like yeah. starting out, we were inspired by another group, Mindless Behavior, to want to perform. We was already making dances for like parties and like talent shows. Well, we wanted yeah. to take it to the next level, so yeah. we started getting together, doing rehearsals, signing contracts, like the big yeah. contract that we wrote for the group ourselves to make sure we make sure stayed we in line. We had a writer yeah. in the contract as well. Like it was all crazy. But yeah, it was definitely yeah. mindless behavior that like lit the spark in us for us to even be a group in the yeah. first place. Then we found a vocal trainer, um uh, Marvelous Enterprise by the name of Mr. James Slaughter. So Shout like we worked them. they are amazing. And we've been doing it since I believe 2013 yeah 2013 yeah. is when we started when the vocal lesson started yeah. we we dated off of that because that's when we really was taking the craft seriously and putting the dancing and the singing together because at first it was just dancing we just like having fun entertaining crowds but when we wanted to actually get training and like perfect the craft we started really young and it's still yes. developing to this time yeah but that's yeah. kind of we got started it just was seeing it seeing um people being able to like make other people happy and pursuing their dreams so. and then going on tour and seeing different places and yeah, stuff. yeah traveling we're that's what made yeah. us like okay let's do this okay so this is kind of a two-sided question um as far as you taking it seriously or feeling as though you were taking it seriously and getting the vocal vocal lessons and coaching, right. what got you to that place where it was like, okay, this is what we got to do. Like we, we got to start getting vocal lessons and, and, right. and what made you feel that you weren't already taking it seriously? I feel like um, starting out, like what made us feel like, okay, this is what we need to do to take it seriously. We was trying to figure out 
how far we can go as a dance group or if dancing was just the only thing we wanted to do. Okay. And we was realizing that what we were watching was them singing, making music, dancing. So that's kind of where we're like, okay, we need to spice it up. We can't just yeah, we be dancing. We need to learn how to sing. We was going to consultations, first of all, to even see if we have the ability. But we had the natural ability. We just never developed it and worked on it. So that was our first initial step was like, so after, get that I down. So after the first meeting with uh, Marvelous Enterprise, they're like, remember, y'all have to take this seriously. You got to yeah. do homework. Yeah. You got to do everything. We're like, yeah, we're down. We're ready to go. Let's yeah. do it. And they don't start working unless you're dedicated. We were really young, like 10, 12, 14. So they yeah. was just, you know, waiting to see if this was something we really wanted to do. And we was always coming back, always, um, you know, scheduling more sessions every uh, year to keep working on our craft. That summer of 20, 2014 is when we wrote our first single. We did the whole summer trying to write one song because we just needed to have our own music we was doing a lot of tlc a lot of um well right. we did tlc and like slightly involved that's when like we oh yeah like, little, 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 little destiny child this is a, a lot of music we were just out there but like um we were doing we we're performing a lot of songs that we were like trained to know but like we yeah. didn't have originally like our, our own, own songs music, to perform yeah. and so like to develop more as an artist we decided to start working and writing on our like writing our own music yeah and then that's when we came about with our single turning up the crowd originally we wanted to we wanted it to be like what about your friends by TLC like yeah. our own version of it but like it ended up turning into like, Ooh, you sound, you sound my favorites from back when I was a teenager I'm, I'm like, Ooh, that was <laughs> They're the best yeah and I you know and I I low key I low key was in love with T Boss so uh, <laughs> well not even low key like I was in love with T Boss oh. so um now I think that's really really dope um. Already, I feel like I want to call this conversation or this interview like the blueprint because I feel like I feel like you ladies are like laying down a blueprint for success. Like, how do you make it in this industry? You know, when you suddenly decide that okay, I really want to do this, um, and you you have so many who they start out like in their adolescent years. So you have, like you mentioned Destiny's Child and, you know, obviously Beyonce was like a little bitty girl out here performing and singing in her mother's beauty salon and, yeah. you know, and that type of thing. And just all of the other groups, you know, who have been out here too, you know, not just Mindless Behavior, but so many other groups, you know, boy groups, girl groups, like yeah. that. a lot of them start kind of in their adolescent years, whereas you were kind of like halfway through like, yeah, you know, and we're kind of like halfway through the adolescent years already when right. you decided that you wanted to do it. And I think that a lot of a lot of young girls or just kids in general, you know, they might get the sense that we can't do this or how are we going to accomplish this or we don't have money to get this together and do the demos and do like what right. what kind of gave you that sense that, OK, we could do this. We could really pull this off. Uh, I think we had the support for yeah, sure from yeah. our parents because they were on board when we was like, we wanted to do this as a group. We found the vocal coach. Like they started taking us to these places and actually um, getting the ball rolling is really was like, okay, yeah, we want to do this. Uh, I think over time it became something that we had to like, because we had started doing arts development. So it was not just singing. We was doing exercising, running and singing. And that's when yeah. it started getting a little questionable. We was like, we don't know if we want to do this. You got to work on facials. You yeah. got to work on yeah. 
It'll be late night practices, and we'd be in there for like three hours. And the, the first hour running through like all the singing, then the second hour is like in the facials, and the third hour, like our manager comes in and he's, he's like us with like stage presence right. and like performing, yeah. giving levels to the audience and making sure like to get in their face and stuff like that. It was all really a process. Yeah, so I feel like when we hit the stage and started performing and like receiving feedback from doing it was like that, yes, this is what we want to do, all this behind the scenes work that make us be like, I don't know, it's definitely paying off. Like people are seeing the professionalism and we liked we liked having that um, response from audiences when we perform. So yeah. that's just what made us keep going for sure. And we also had each other to boost each other up because yeah. like, <laughs> one was like, I don't know, I'm, I'm not feeling this or A, I'm just struggling right now. Like I need somebody to talk to. We try to communicate to each other. Yeah. What things do we need to get done? What things like who needed help with what? like all that yeah. stuff. Or even just trying to encourage each other as well. Like, like, we all know it's tough now, but like, it's gonna pay off in the end. Yeah. Or like, just push through the day and like, today, like tomorrow will be something else, but let's make sure that we get done what we need to right now. Yeah. Like, focus on only yeah. what we have to do in this day. Like, don't stress yourself out too much. Yeah. Like, always yeah. make sure that we're all like, level-headed and on the same page. Um, I'm glad that you touched on um, being discouraged. Um, right. Talk to me about an experience that you feel like you had early on that could have made you not want to do it anymore. Because I know, I know all of the experiences have, they, could, they couldn't have all been good. Um, no, no. Yeah, like, no. Like, what's, what's one thing, and it doesn't have to be like in the very beginning, but what is one thing that has happened that could have made you say, you know what, let's hang it up. Like, I'm not on it no more. I'm not feeling it. Um, but you, but you know, you ultimately figured found a way to push through it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say it was definitely trying to adjust with like the demand for social media. Yeah, like all the time, you always have to constantly make content. Um, and every day is just like there's something else to do. There's something else to do, and it get it would get tiring at times. Or yes. you would see that like you're kind of stagnant in a sense, or like I'm right. doing this stuff, but like it's right. going nowhere. It's like not reaching as many people as we wanted to. Yeah, and that would like be very discouraging at times. But it, like that was our struggle for yeah, a while yeah, too, because yeah. we were doing like three posts a day every single day. So it was like the demand was like we don't know how to keep up with it, and right. now it's more relaxed because like we want to give like our personalities and make sure it's something quality that we like at first it was just making sure that we got it out there and I think that's what made it very like overwhelming for us because social media was like a really really Mm -hmm. big deal like if you wasn't posting on social media post at 6 a.m in the morning 3 p.m in the uh afternoon and then around like 9 p.m at night like what are you supposed all the time yeah it would be very demanding and tiring yeah i would say that and sometimes it would be the numbers because there would be a lot of places or a lot of things that we probably could have had a chance to do if our numbers numbers were higher so they're like oh well in order to do this you need this amount of followers and then when we get that amount of followers it increases like when we first started yeah, right. when we first started, they were like they look for artists that have like five thousand followers. Yes. And when we hit that marker, the thing jumped from five thousand to ten thousand, then from ten thousand to twenty, right. and then like over a million followers, you need to have that to like be considered or like just taken seriously yeah. sometimes, yeah. 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 I think that's dope. And first of all, kudos, like shout out to whoever has like really, really been working with you ladies. Like I, like, like you, like y'all got, y'all got heads on y'all shoulders. Like 
to, to the the fact that you're even talking about like the the social media algorithms and you know times a day to post you know 6 a.m and 3 p.m and like at yeah. 9 p. like that's dope that you even know that like take pride in the fact that you have like taken all of that in and that you know it because there's so many artists and i mean we're not even going to talk just about young artists but there's just so many yeah. artists in general who do not know that like they're that you're teaching that too right now, like that, that are checking this out. Um, And I think it's dope because those are the, you know, those little things are the things that you need to know to be able to push through. Like it's 10% talent and it's 90% like hustle and grind. All the marketing, networking, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, Like you could, and I mean, you could look at, look at a lot of, you know, these R and B artists, out here who you know in our minds they are considered legends and you know people who have laid the foundation and i mean i'm not talking about like the mary j blige's but there's some really big names out there you know of people who have been in this industry and who really have laid the foundation for you girls and they're not selling because a lot of that stuff they don't know like they, they don't really know a lot of that stuff and that comes from you know, obviously having people that's doing a lot of, you know, a lot of that stuff for you in the background. But I think the difference with you ladies is that you have like an impeccable team that's like really pushing you ladies and getting you out there. But then you're learning a lot of this stuff yourself. So you know where to jump in and what to do and what not to do. And like that really, really pays. It it really pays off. Um, It's paying off already just with the music that you ladies have out there. Um, you know, I've, I've had a chance to download quite a bit of it. So, I mean, I've downloaded leverage and, um, I downloaded the, um, the, the EP, um, which actually is, uh, is still playing now, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I downloaded the EP and, um, you mentioned like you started off in the beginning and you were performing, you know, other people's songs, which I mean, all artists do that in the very beginning. Yeah. So, what was that first song that you put together that then it was like, okay, we got our own shit out here now. We could go perform our own song. Like, what was the first song that you that you put out? Uh, T, I mean, Turning Up the Crowd was our very first single. And that's okay. the one that took so long to write. because it's so long. Get back. Yeah. It's so long. It was like, like, the process of, of the creation of Turning Up the Crowd was really just like a whole year's worth. Yeah, that was like a year process on our one song. We yeah. wanted to make sure it was like, I think we were overthinking the process being new to like songwriting. It's just yeah. making sure that it told like back then we were always stressed to um, make sure our music like tell a story and we was always big on it having like a message so yeah. we was making sure every line made sense while we was writing I was it. hanging upside down for one of my parts on the verse trying to come up with something. Some line. It, it, the crazy thing is the final version of the song that is out now wasn't even the original way that oh, it yeah, was no, supposed yeah, to be no. sung so like we had to fine tune the chorus and everything when we were at vocal lessons, like presenting our vocal coach and song and everything. It was really like a whole process. A whole change. It was like super fast. And we was like, okay, no, slow it down. He was trying to teach us how to stay right. of the music. Yeah. And after that, we went into the booth and that was a whole different experience for us. First that was time. our first time in the booth. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just had a question and it just, it just went out just like that. Oh, okay. Oh, um, yeah. 
I'm like, as you're talking, I'm listening to the, you know, the things that you're saying and already is popping in my mind, the things that you clearly have learned from your predecessors. So, you know, the, the other groups, be they boy, boy bands or girl groups, like, um, I think there's a, I can see a number of things already that you have learned from the, from these groups and then things that you've learned that these groups were not doing in the very beginning when they got out, um, you touched on songwriting, which, you know, I think is very important out here, you know, especially when you're talking longevity and being able to continuously make money off of your music. Um, all three of you are, are writing, correct? Yes. What was that process like? And I know you, you spoke about, obviously, that first song taking a year because you were kind of overthinking it and whatnot. But yeah. what was that process like? you know, really getting your groove, you know, to continue writing songs and writing songs that people obviously were going to be able to take to and gravitate to and, you know, really enjoy. I know for the writing process for us, um, it became easier because we had a period where we were writing a lot of songs with the rap cadence or we were rapping just straight and rap writing or rap was a lot easier than a singing song. So it became yeah. something where we was popping out songs a lot faster and we'll work and collaborate with other people to like create the chorus because we wanted help with the melody. Um, I know it's still a process now because we collaborate with other writers as well. We um we also get like a chance to create on it. Like if somebody presents us a song, we still can change what we want and tweak it here yeah. and there, so we can yeah. still be a part of the process. Yeah. But I know now it's just um, I know really definitely the beat has to like be something yes. that we can hear a melody. Like if you listen to a beat, you have to listen for a melody within the beat so that we it can make it easier for us to find it and then create a chorus around it yeah, and then yeah. keep that same kind of cadence and like the verses and stuff. So really now it's just whatever beat speaks to us. That's the one that yeah. we like pick to write a song to. And each person have their own uh, writing style. style. Yeah. yeah preference or how they would write a song and it also like we will also try to come up with a topic so it'll be like okay yeah. the topic is right. partying so like I will go and either write a few words down come back to it because I'll get overwhelmed with writing and then I'll right. be like you know what that's a good word and I'll start writing down and I'll keep going from there I'll ask or even help. like I know for sure Mimi will write something that will be for her verse but it sounds so good so we like make it a chorus so yeah, like sometimes yeah. you could be writing something and you would think it's going to be for a verse but then it ends up being the chorus of the song because I think that's what happened with our single day one yeah Mimi was writing a verse for to the chorus of the song was originally supposed to be her verse but like it was so catchy we were like no nah, that has to be the chorus that yeah keep moving it. And now we're learning the process of like recording ourselves. So the process is still changing. So now we're like using Pro Tools to actually keep the melody that we come up with, even if we're not going to use it, just in case we like something in there or just throwing stuff on it so we can hear how it sounds. I know that right now is making the process a lot easier. Because yeah, it used yeah. to be cool. cool. We, we would be thinking, you know, everything is kind of set in stone sometimes right. or we'll right. be stuck with like a certain topic we're like we want to change it up we want something different so we'll either try to reach out to writers or writers will reach out to us and we'll like to think yeah. like yes what we wanted to say something different right? do you run into issues where well i don't want to write about what you're writing about or i don't like that topic or yeah where, i think where, we where, had one incident <laughs> like that because <laughs> Uh, love song. Oh yeah, yeah. That's when I was younger. She was like, eh, "Love song. I'm not here for it yet. It's, I don't relate to it." So we had to be 
we wrote songs mainly either what we've seen or what we've experienced ourselves, you know, like, cause we were still going to public school. So we were seeing a lot of stuff and that was something we could bring back to actually write about. And now that we're getting older, we have new things that we want to talk about. So we're trying now to make sure that our music is very relatable because yeah. it was a lot about our grind, a lot about working hard and the music. And some people don't can't connect with that because they're not in this yeah. space. So we wanted to make sure that we was making music for our age group, our demographic, and that what they can connect to as well. And we like a lot of upbeat, like fun music. And we also want something where they could be like, I'm feeling her on that one. Like that's yeah. the type of music we like to switch it up all the time. So topics um, vary. We'll throw it out there. If everybody's down with it, we'll just start writing on it. We want to keep changing it up. So I don't think we have many issues where we're like, I don't want to talk about that. Right. Yeah. Um. Are you still in public school or? Um, I'm in college. Kina has finished I'm college. college. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, that's 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 the beauty of youth, like the like the fountain of youth. <laughs> I didn't realize I was in. I, I didn't realize you was college. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just had a birthday too, so I'm like getting up there in age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just 21, but you know the. Nah, but that's. I think that's dope though. Um so I was I was I was getting at you know just the fact that you know some of the things that you're talking about I can see that you are learning from you know so, you know some of the people that came before you and I mean I definitely like in a good way I can definitely see you know some of the Destiny's Child in you I can see some of the TLC in you I can see some of you know groups like um what was it? Uh, Natina Reed and Black um, yeah. uh, Left Eyes group, um, yeah. you know, when, when they were out. And, you know, a lot of the people who have come before you, but that's in a good way, though. Um, yeah. I think that you've been able to, you know, really take from these groups that came before you and kind of blend all of that into, you know, making your own persona. Um, and then you speak, you know, definitely speaking on the writing piece of it, I definitely can see you know, how that's relatable to, like, the Destiny's Child story. Um, I think of a lot of stuff that Escape went through and that Candy went through just in terms of, you know, building her brand and writing for yeah. people and, you know, having that ability to go in and actually change things up if you don't like what's being presented to you and yes. that type of thing. What do you feel like you have learned from groups even further back, like the Supremes? Or, you know, like the, you know, even even the solo artists like the Tina Turners and the Natalie Coles and, you know, the, those people who have been out. What do you feel like you've learned from them? A synchronization. I know for sure it was all about being one, sounding like one. And I feel mm -hmm. like that's something we still want to continue to work on is being yeah. very precise, very um, like you can't just spot out who's who you want to make sure like when it comes to harmonies and singing. That's what we want to bring to the table. Yeah, I would say with harmonies as well, the like the blending of it, yeah, to making it sound like just beautiful. Yeah. And then like Tina Turner or anybody in that era with performance in general is just they make it come to life. Yeah, and yeah. that's what we want to actually the feeling that they have in their performances when they yeah. when they do their you feel songs, it you know? like yeah. even if they haven't been through it because they're conveying that to you, and that's what we want to make sure that. You, when we performing anything like showmanship, bringing it to the table, we want yeah. it to come out believable or for you to actually connect with what we're presenting to you. 
So I feel like those two for sure, because when we hit a stage, people are like, wow, like you guys really put on a show. Like I can connect with you more. I feel like they connect with us a lot more when we're performing live. And then when it comes to harmonies, we've started to work a lot better with getting ourselves to like find each other and not like, you know, struggling a little bit with harmonies is getting better. But I feel like we can actually start like zoning in where where we need to be and getting to sound like one person. What do you feel like? What is the impact or what is the mark that you feel like you want to make as a trio? Like um, looking at all of the groups that have come before you, what do you feel it is that they may not have had the opportunity to do that you feel like as the Mako girls, you want to be able to do this? I feel like really it's like breaking the stereotype that people have like towards girl groups. Cause that mm-hmm. also, that stereotype really affects like how um, we are like just us in general is because people will see a girl group and they're like thinking, Oh, they're going to disband or something's yeah. going to happen. Like they're going to fall apart. It's right. really just like, we want to show that we black women that our sisters can work together yeah. and like create something that everyone in the world can enjoy and listen to. We can all have fun with it. There is no, leader like yeah we can all yeah. be equal in the group right. and do stuff effectively and have our opinions and, and stuff in it as well even with like working on solo projects it doesn't really mean that we're yeah, it doesn't mean breaking up done. it's yeah. just right. like okay, somebody has a certain interest in either a song or an act or whatever the case may be and they would want to act on that and that right. will still be a part of make make girls, girls right yeah, yeah i feel like that is yeah, I was gonna say and you <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's big. Oh, and I was trying to get it to come back to me. And um <laughs> like our relationship as sisters, I feel like that's something that we wanna also like bring to the table with being a group is like they get to see that sister relationship, like real sisters, like how yeah. it's going, like how we really are backstage, how we communicate with each other. And I feel like that will inspire other girls or other families just in general when we um, you know, become merchants. Yeah. Now, I think that's dope. Um, and, you know, to, to be able to show that, you know, you can, like, even in terms of doing solo projects and whatnot, yeah. like, you can go and do other projects and you can do things alone and then still be able to bring it back together. Yeah. And, you know, obviously I look at groups like Destiny's Child, which is really good because they were kind of marred in the beginning, obviously by, you know, just the troubles that they had in the group and the the lineup switches. But then once they actually became a trio and, you know, did their projects and then they went off to do whatnot, I think the beauty is that they've been able to show exactly what you're saying is that we can do our solo projects and then we can come, come together and we can still do stuff. Even when people think that, oh, we might be feuding or we might might not really be together. And then you look at when Beyonce did the Coachella and, yeah. you, know, they all, you know, they all did their, did the Destiny's Child set, you know, in the yeah. midst of it and whatnot. I think that that's good. And I think it's good for people to be able to see that. Yeah. Um, and again, just that overall unity, um, being able to come together and really work together and, you know, really enjoy each other. I think that's good. And I think that definitely comes across and reads to the audience as well. Um, yeah. So I think that is is probably why you're so successful. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, so now let's talk new music because of course Leverage was released. Actually, it's been a year now because it yeah. came out like this time last year or January last year. Right. So um, where are we in terms of new music, um, the new EP? Like, what's kind of the plan for 2022? 
Ooh, so 2022, we're going to be dropping a lot of songs this year. A lot of yes. from the Mako girls. I know most definitely um, in March, we will be releasing a new single called Ain't Thinking, Thinking About, About you. you. And along with that, yep. music video will be dropping the same month as well. So y'all got to get ready for that. There's going to be a lot of content following that one single. And then after that, we're getting ready to release our EP called Levels to this. So we're already really excited to drop new music because yeah. we've been working on it for so right. long. And we're still creating to this day because we want to keep our catalog growing while we're yeah. releasing music for people and finding what they actually like and gravitate to and just continuously making more music. I know for sure we want to add in our Caribbean background into the mix and having a song that kind of shows that and gets yeah. people to know that, oh, okay, I see the West Indian and right. the, bringing that to the table. I think that's cool. Um working with people like are there people that you feel like you want to work with at this stage of the game or at this stage of your career yeah, oh, yeah for sure definitely. we have some we have like a list of people we got contact soon yeah. like we have some people that's been like following us and we've been supporting each other as artists and we're like oh yeah we need to collab i feel like that would actually work out there's an artist called ayanis she's really dope has like the mm -hmm. same kind of energy that we bring to the table i feel like so it'll be great to do a project with her there's other artists that we came across um yeah, on tiktok or yeah. instagram that we would yeah. love to either work with either writing or collaborating on a song yeah i know girl group wise i think it would be really dope to do a collab with another girl group so we've yes. been seeing a lot of them we sometimes well i know sometimes they see us or we see them on tiktok and we'll show love on our page on each other's pages so that way something like that can happen in the future but this year we're definitely striving for more collabs with its writers producers or other groups of artists right do you find it really difficult to connect to that next level being there in Atlanta where there's so many artists and so many people doing music and I'm like it's it's just it's so much music and entertainment out there you know where yeah. one would think that okay this is where music is at so I need to be here but then when you get there it's like being you know a a, a little fish in in a big in a big ocean yeah, I would say for well, I would say for me personally, I was I would think that it would be more intimidating because we'll hear something that'd be so hot. We're like, how can we top that? Or at least yeah. be on the same energy, or at least match it. Yeah, because we'll be trying, we'll overthink sometimes, and we'll try to match something. It will probably add in something or throw in something that doesn't really need to be thrown in. It'll yeah. be simple. And like certain songs, like in Atlanta, they're very simple. And we're like, yeah, we try to take uh, it up a notch and it doesn't need it sometimes. I think it's just being here in Atlanta, knowing that it's so many people is even though it's still a lot. I think we've learned to like, even though it's a lot of people, we learn to weed out like who's has your best intentions or who are people you can work with here in Atlanta. It'll be great to like, go out and work with other people in different places, especially LA, because we've been hearing that we give off that kind of fun vibe there. Right. So we've never got to go over there and see what they feel about it. But here in Atlanta, it's just making sure you're working with the right people. Even though it's a lot, you you have to really get with the right people for it to become effective and it not yeah, seem yeah. like you're in like a pool of a lot of artists. And I feel like we bring something new to the table and like there's not that many girl groups like coming out in Atlanta, I will say right now that we know of. Um, so we feel like that's what makes us like stand out, even if we go somewhere, even if it's a lot of other artists, the music that we bring or the way we perform or 
us just being a girl group is something that makes us like stand out. So I don't know if it's that much more difficult here in Atlanta for that reason. Okay. If there were anything, if it was just one thing that you could change about your journey over the last eight years, what would that be? Taking a different stage. <laughs> really? Really? No, 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 no. Hairstyles. Hairstyles for yeah. sure. Yeah, hairstyles. Because oh, yeah. initially when we were starting out, um, really the marketing aspect behind it was like, make sure you get like bright colorful hair. Yes. And stuff, but like, be careful what bright colorful hair you choose. And then like, yeah. this, our older hairstyles were, were really, they weren't that good. No. Initially. <laughs> I was going to say, um, <laughs> dang that was like so funny that i was that i train of thought um go ahead you go i'm gonna uh, think about it i had my answer too i would say uh i don't know i don't think i would change anything besides like certain clothes i got it now certain clothes maybe we, we were i wasn't ready for certain clothes or certain okay. hairstyles but other than that nothing yeah. really i, I got it now okay Okay, so my my thing would be uh, for us to, like, when something was going good, don't, like, sit back on it. Uh, because yeah. a lot of times we'll have a moment where it's, like, picking up really good, and then yeah. we'll be like, oh, okay. And you kind of relax a little bit. And then, yeah. you know, it starts to back down. You got to keep rebuilding that momentum. Right. So if we, cause, so if we, like, you know, have it started going and we keep it going, I feel like we would uh, go further then when we would be like, ah, oh, okay, we got it, you know, right. chill back. Yeah, so that that's something we're definitely changing and like want to keep working hard on. Yeah. Okay. So, so March, we are looking at March kind of for, you know, new things to kick off, new music to start coming, and then it's kind of full force from there. Um, for people who want to keep up with you, to um, you know, obviously know what you have going on. Um, what are shows looking like? Are you are you doing shows? I mean, obviously, given the pandemic and right, the shows have been uh, very scarce for us because yeah. of the pandemic. We've done a lot of um, virtual virtual performances. Yeah. I know for sure. Um, with the release of Every Single Ain't Thinking About You, we will be doing a live performance on our YouTube channel and on all of our other social media platforms. So do yes. look forward to that in March or early April. Yeah. So. Yeah, new shows yeah. will be mostly on. And then yeah, YouTube. whatever whatever pops up, we'll definitely be updating in our social media. All that you can follow us on all platforms: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Makeover Girls. Okay. Um, any kind of final thoughts or anything that you really wanted to get out there with the conversation today? Mm-hmm. Let's see, let's see. Oh, I know that we are on a road to a million <laughs> yes. on TikTok. We finally oh, reached 900,000. So this is the hopefully the month that we push over the edge. We've been getting a lot of support from a lot of different pages on Instagram just from one video going viral lately. So I will say we want to like thank all of our supporters for getting us this far and got one more hump to do and then we're in that million and then we just keep going from there. So I just wanted to mention that because that was a big, big step for us and I'm really excited and so much more to come um, when it comes to social media and like being an influencer, I would say. I also want to thank, you know, the supporters and the people who have had our back since day one. Everybody who helped us get here and helped us throughout the journey. Like, we really, really, really appreciate you guys. And we appreciate you for having us here. Listen, I appreciate this so much. Um, How often do you, um, how often do you 
kind of get together on platforms and like actually talk to the fans and and that sort of thing? Uh, I would say we get on there pretty often, but I know like when we have our moments where it's like things going on, we'll tend to not be on there so much. So a lot of times we'll come in, like if we have an interview right after the interview, we'll just go and check in and be like, hey, what's up? Or yeah. we're getting ready. We'll go on live and chat with the people and say what's up to them. It's something that we are trying to work on a little bit because it, we miss lacking. We used to be like reserved where we didn't want to show them like our personal lives so much, mm-hmm. but we realized like that's the only way they're going to kind of connect right. is if you bring them into your world. Right. So now we're like getting used to trying to go live when we maybe yeah. having fun or something and they want to see that side or maybe if we're discussing something music wise and we feel like they should see this process or we're in rehearsal and kind of see how that goes so yeah. going live we do that pretty frequently but i know when things go crazy it'd be like a little halt there and then we gotta bring it back right the, yeah social media i'm live. just i've been thinking of some ideas just in terms of um you know doing some more like virtual stuff Um, given the pandemic and we don't really know which way things are going to go. And um, obviously the, um, you know, new variants are coming. Um, So I'm just, you know, kind of thinking of some things, some opportunities, and I may put something together. So I'm going to talk to kind of the powers that be. Because I know with this software that we're using tonight, um, you know, just the same way that you and I are, or that you ladies and I are sitting here talking and we're looking at each other and whatnot, we can actually have like fans or we can have, right. we can yeah. have other people that are kind of in this as well. And they'll have the ability to um, and actually ask questions or they come up on video and you can actually see them, they see you and that sort of thing. So yeah, I think that may be something cool to do, you know, something different to do just, um, you know, with this virtual stuff going on, just to kind of, um, connect you with more fans and whatnot. Um, and, you know, give them the sense that, you know, they're talking to their favorite artists, but I appreciate you ladies. Um, just as, you know, just as I was saying in the very beginning, I think that this was a dope opportunity. Um, I jump at any chance that I get to interview somebody and, you know, even for as long as I've been doing it, like, I love being able to connect with the artists and kind of get into their minds and um, yeah. you know, see what's going on. I usually don't have like the, um, I guess the typical questions. Like I, I put, I, I put a handful of questions together. I guess you know, and just in case they're not talkative or they're not, you know, that that they don't necessarily communicate very well. <laughs> I kind of got something to go off of, but. This was, you know, this was especially dope tonight because you ladies are articulate, like you smart and you articulate. And like a lot of the questions that that a lot of the stuff that we talked about tonight, it really was just stuff that kind of came off off the top of the head just from, you know, stuff that you were already saying. I think it's dope. Like to me, that makes for a better interview and it's more of a conversation as opposed me writing down, well, how did you get started? Yeah. And, you know, okay, yeah, you had great question. questions. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I appreciate you, ladies. I definitely want to do this again. Um, and I, I will be kind of brainstorming on how we can maybe, maybe the next time we can kind of bring um, some of the viewers or the fans in on it too. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's like five to ten people or something like that, it don't have to be. 200 people on there listening or yeah you know, um but yeah just to kind of give some people a chance to 
be able to talk to you and that sort of thing, I think is really dope. But thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, this will actually go live. I actually will have it up tonight. Um, oh. I, I like to get, I, I really, because I, I'm doing so much stuff, I kind of like to get it all out the way. So yeah. like once I record it, I like to just get it uploaded and, you know, and get it on the platform. So probably in the next hour, um, it looks like the, um, the, like the audio video is actually still uploading. So once the upload is done, which should probably be like within the next half an hour, I'll get it all added on, you know, Spotify, Apple, um, iHeart. People will be able to, um, listen pretty much almost immediately. Um, and then uh, video, I just need to get that downloaded and edited and all that stuff. And I can get that added on YouTube. Um, yeah so i think that's it but thank you ladies thank you for having us oh for sure all right you have all right bye-bye bye